Welcome to Living to the Max with Laura and Zach. Have you ever wondered why some people are living the life of their dreams and others are just dreaming of living? The truth is, too many people are living an average life and accepting that as their destiny. They have bought into the lie that life is about merely surviving. And that lie is making people broke, sick, tired, and lonely. If you refuse to accept the status quo and desire to live the extraordinary life you are called to, then this podcast is for you. If you are willing to do your part to create your dream life and you desire to fulfill your God-given purpose, then welcome to the movement. The Bible says the thief only comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but that God came to give life and life in all its abundance. God created you with a purpose and designed you to live an abundant life. The question is, will you accept the life he has called you to live? Join your hosts, Laura and Zach, as together we learn from principles in the Bible how to do our part to get the most out of our finances, health, and relationships. And ultimately, how to live life to the max. Hey everyone, welcome to Living to the Max. I'm Laura. And I'm Zach. And we are so glad to have you with us today. And we trust that you are having a spectacular day. Spectacular. So we are in the middle of a conversation about feeling stuck, or rather how to become... Unstuck. You got a weird tone to your voice today. I'm a little excited. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we... Uh, know that you are excited too. So we've been talking about um, feeling or getting unstuck with our purpose, unstuck with our money, unstuck with our time. And today we're going to talk about identity. And you might be wondering, like, where are you going with identity? Like, how are you stuck with that? Who? I don't get the joke. Oh, sorry. That's a bad joke. <laughs> That's a dad joke. Anyways, so... Um, so by identity, we do mean who you are, like who you really are, like your gifts and your talents. And sometimes we um, we don't really play, we, we don't really, we're not really ourselves. We kind of hide who we truly are. We, we hide parts of us um, and just don't live up to our true identity. Um, so maybe I'm alone in this, but... I oftentimes feel like I'm playing it small, like I'm not being the real me because I, in the past, have constantly worried about what other people thought of me. I don't know. Did that ever happen to you? Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. happened to me. Um, so, And it might play out differently for you, but the emotions are you know, similar for different people. I mean, similar emotions of feeling afraid of what other people might think. Um, anyways, so... Um, about eight and a half years ago, uh, we had just gotten married. Yes, we did. Um, and I spent a year that was probably one of the more difficult years of my life. I had left my job in a way that left me feeling like I wasn't good enough. Um, and I was newly married to you. To me. Um, and I was wor- um, and you were working a lot of hours at that point in time. <laughs> I was. And so, and we had moved across. Town, which really was only like 15 minutes, but there's a highway that runs in between. I swear to you, it's like two different states. Uh, uh, as uh, a local newspaper, somebody said it, a local brewery did an article on it, or they were in an article in the newspaper, and they basically called uh, the highway uh, the Berlin Wall around here. 
So, yeah. It's like that. It's crazy. So I had moved across town, um, and before my entire, because of the type of job I had, my entire social circle had been tied up in my job. Um, So I felt alone a lot, except for our our dog, um, Mr. Wigglebutts. That's what we called him. Um, (laughs) His name's really Atlas, but we called him Mr. Wigglebutts. Um, So I was really, like, alone. It was, like, me and and a dog in a house. (laughs) It was was rather depressing. Um, So I remember crying a lot. Um, I did read a lot, and if I'm honest, I watched way too much. Netflix, because um, I was trying to escape my current reality, you know? Netflix is kind of the correct way to say it, but really it was chick, chick flicks. flicks. <laughs> and those chick flicks good, over, <laughs> overflowed into, oh, this is what... Uh, life re- should be like. And relationships they never should be work, like. They never do anything but hang out in chick flicks. Did I, you notice that? I know. <laughs> I noticed that you uh, thought that was the that was way reality? the world worked. Okay, so I was I was dealing with a little bit of escapism. Anyways, so um, so I want you to know something though. Seriously, if you're in a current situation um, where you feel like you are living monotonously and you feel purposeless, you might feel lonely. You feel like you're settling. Um, we want you to know that you're buying into a lie. Um, you were meant for more than that. I was meant for more than sitting there and watching Netflix, but I didn't, I didn't know then I didn't know. And that's why I'm telling you, like you're meant for more. You were created to create, you were created with gifts and talents. You were created to serve and to fulfill, um, by living in your creative space. And I didn't know that then. And so I wasted a lot of time and I don't want to say wasted because I learned valuable lessons but I want you to know that you life shouldn't be like that your life shouldn't feel like that um do you want to add something to that or uh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna venture to say it's a little bit of a waste I mean it's it was it's it's okay here and there but yeah. It was a little bit of a waste. Yeah. And Oh, I agree with that. And, I'm just saying it is it was part of my journey. Oh, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah, I think you may have at the time, not now, but may have semi enjoyed your pity party a little bit. Oh, yeah. And and well, and <laughs> but that's a good point is it's it's this, okay? You can't change your past. If you if your life has been like that, you have a choice, all right? You cannot change what you've done. It it is what it is, but you have a choice like do you want something different? I believe you're created for something different. I know you are created for something different. But you get to choose. Do you want to change or do you not want to change? Um, And you get a choice. You get a choice right now. Because you are aware, you get a choice right now. Um, I can't say I was completely unaware, but I was unaware. So, um, But this is the thing. So what stops us? What stops you? What stops me? What stops me from moving into doing something meaningful and purposeful? Um, what kept me on the couch and crying and just throwing my pity party? Like what, what kept me there? You know, and it, it was these what ifs. Okay. For me, it was like, what if I failed? If I tried to do something different, what if I look stupid? What if somebody doesn't like me when I try to do something new or act like who I really am or, or start something like what if, what if, like, what will people think of me if I do something new? You know, um, I don't know. What are some of the things that stop you? Um, I mean, definitely all those things. Um, I, I think, yeah, that, the, I think the big one is probably, or in the past it was failure. Um, and 
I think I think I tend to get sometimes I tend to get overwhelmed with the with the magnitude of the task, like mm-hmm. learning something new. Like I I look at the whole instead of. Um, you look at how to do something instead of I want to do that. Not not even how to do something. Like I I, I look at something like a new like a new skill as this massive undertaking instead of I'm going to do this one thing and I'm going to learn this one part of this new thing and then I'm going to learn the next new thing. So so I I instead of saying okay, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to get there overnight and and learn whatever that new skill is if it's you, you know, are an overachiever. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I'm I like optimization, but mm-hmm. guess what? The only way to optimize something is to be messy at first. So, Z- and, that, and Zach's that's the new thing. slogan is uh, um, "Done is the new." I, it's not my slogan. Like, I, I stole. Yeah, that. I know, but you got to say it because it's it's. Funny. Done is the new perfect. Done is the new perfect. So if you're a perfectionist, just start something. Yeah, that's all we got to say. Anyways, moving and I, on. And I stole that line from Steve Larson. So. It's, it's a good line. So, um, so this is the thing. You and I don't always use our gifts and talents. We don't live how God created us using the creative gifts he's given us because we buy into a lie, a lie that we're nothing special, that we have nothing to offer and that we're quote unquote, just me. And it does sound like a pity party when you say it that way, but we, we do, we buy into this and, um, our, uh, our friend Myron, uh, golden calls it just me itis. It's the inflammation of the I'm just me gland. And I love it when he says that because it's so like it pokes fun on at it in a good way because it's like it's true. We live in this like, oh, I've got this. Thing. It's just me. So anyways, so um, we want to share with you a story from the Old Testament that is has come to has become one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Um, we often repeat a line of this to each other, and we'll uh, share that when we get there. But So it's in 2 Kings 4. I'm going to read the first part, um, and then I'll read the second part in a, in, a, in a minute. But So it says, Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is, to come, is coming to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? So I'm going to stop there for a second and say, okay, so this woman comes up um, to Elijah, who was a wise man of the time, um, kind of like you would think of a pastor or priest today. Um, And she's like, listen, my, my husband died. And you know that he loved the Lord. We loved the Lord. We, we did right. Um, but they had taken, um, they had borrowed some money. And in that day, when you borrowed money, if you couldn't pay it back, she had no money to her name. Like they didn't have, um, (laughs) life insurance back then. (laughs) That wasn't a thing. (laughs) So, well, yeah. And yeah. So anyway, so the, uh, so basically the people, yeah. So the people that they owed the money to would take their sons to work for them instead. Slavery. Slavery, yeah. So she would come, so she came to the wise man and said, you know, what do I do? And he he basically goes, what do you want me to, what do you want me to do about it? (laughs) Which is hilarious in and of itself. Um, And when she asked this question, it's good to know that this is a question, it's not just for her circumstance, it's for everybody. So he says, tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything in the house except a pot of oil. Um, and this is the thing. She goes, 
it, it's exactly what we just talked about. She's like, I don't have anything. I don't have anything useful. I just have this old pot of oil, you know, and that's symbolic of like, we say the same type of things is, you know, I don't have anything to offer. It's just me. I don't, I don't have any superpowers. Yeah, right. Huh? I, I was thinking, I was going to, I was thinking superpowers. Yeah. And, and the reality is, is we all have superpowers. Yeah. We, we just have to go, you know. Yeah. Figure out what they are. But this is, yeah, and this is the thing. The things we're really good at, the things you are really good at, you are really good at things. You have things that you are good at that other people aren't good at. But because you are good at them, you think it's normal. You think everybody's good at it. But that's not the case. And so, like, they are not normal. Your gifts are not normal. You are not normal. And we want you to remember that because it's something we're going to be saying a lot to you is don't be normal. Don't try to be normal. Like you aren't normal, <laughs> and we mean that really. In oh a good yeah, way. yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> like some people might say that negatively, we don't mean it that way. We mean it in a very good way. So, um, you have to learn to value what you have been given, like the gifts God's given you, before you can use them to sell um, to serve other people. So, anyway, so continuing on with the story, um, then he said, "Go and borrow the vessels ab- abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons and shalt pour into those vessels and thou shalt set aside all which is full. So she went from him, shut the door upon her and her sons, brought the vessels to her and she poured them out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her sons, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more. And the, and the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, this is our favorite part. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live thou and thy children of the rest. Right. And so in the story, so she thought, I don't have anything valuable. Yet she did what she was told, and she 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 went and got all these jugs and filled up all this oil and you got to think that that's like it kept coming when she thought it wasn't going to be coming because that's how god uses your superpowers you're like i can't do anything with this and all of a sudden you're like whoa there's just more and more and more and more and so she had something to offer the world um and you have something to offer the world, and I have something to offer the world. Um, but she couldn't use her gifts um, to provide value to the world until she recognized that it was a gift from God. So when you provide value to the world, um, not o- this, is, this is the, the awesomest thing about it, okay? The, the whole go sell the oil thing. Your gifts, the gifts God has given you, he gave you so that you could provide value so that you could make a living doing it. Like, he's gifted you in order to provide value in order for you to make money. And, sorry, go ahead. And so, yeah, the other thing, and you didn't touch on this, maybe you're going to in a minute, but... um, Or maybe you're supposed to. Probably. (laughs) Probably. So, the other thing is, is she didn't know exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. She, She was, she went and found somebody that was a wise person. And asked the question. So she asked an important question. And then... Asked different questions, get different answers. Exactly. And then when he told her, she didn't say, yeah, well, why would I do that? Or, yeah, but... How, I, how is I, this going to work? What, what's that have to do with me, you know, paying a debt? She just said, okay. And she did that part. And then she said, now what? Mm-hmm. And he told her what to do. And then she said, now what? Right. And he told her what to do. And she did all the steps that the that the wise man told her to do, the the man of God told her to do, 
And mm-hmm. even though she didn't understand it, because if she'd understood it, she wouldn't have been asking the questions. Right. So I think that's a huge part yeah. of that story as well. It, it's the selling and it's also the well, going before you know, like you don't get to know everything before you do it. You have to step out and, and it's being it's being coachable. And so, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so many facets to the story. But one is this is you have to learn to value the gifts God give, has given you. All right. And then you have to learn to be coachable to use those gifts that he's given you because we have to learn how to use them. And then we have to learn how to give them away to other people. And then we can make money from our gifts. It's amazing. God set it up this way, designed it this way. And yet we so often are like, we have no we have nothing to give to the world. You know, that's that's a lie again. Um, So. Anyways, there's this awesome book um, that we would highly recommend you read. Well, I'll put it in the. I'll put a link into the comments as well. Um, if you haven't read it already, it's called. She's gonna put a link in the comments, and or you could go to our website, laurenzack.com, and it's in the resource page. Oh, there you go. Um, yes, that too. So um, <laughs> we just got our website up I know, and going. I know. It's great. No, I keep forgetting. We're still tweaking it a little bit, but it's functional. You can go visit. It's fun. So, anyways. It's called Expert Secrets, and it's just that is like how anybody can share and use the gifts that they've given and the knowledge that they have um, to start a business and to create income. It's like an amazing book that blew our minds. Like we never thought about it that way. Like this guy literally, he started the guy who wrote it, Russell Brunson. He literally started a business in college selling how to make potato guns, and he did very, very well at it because he had an interest. Okay, he he explored it. He figured out how to use it and figured out how to provide value with it for people who wanted to learn it. And we all that's the thing is you may think, oh, I just have a little gift or this little knowledge or my knowledge isn't that important. No, that's why. Just go read the book. So anyways, um, and if you haven't figured it out yet, um, (laughs) we we believe very it's a very biblical idea um, to have a business, particularly a home based business. Um, where you use your gifts and knowledge to provide value to the world around you and and therefore provide income for your family. So if you're interested in learning more about this, um, you can uh, DM us on Instagram or Facebook um, and use the words home business, and we'll know what you're talking about. We'll get in contact with you. Or you can email us at connect at Zach and Laura. Sorry, connect at LauraandZach.com. So anything to add about that? Um, and, and if you, I, I guess the biggest thing that, you know, we've, we've learned over the last, I don't know, a couple of years is there are people making money doing some really, I, I don't want to say absurd, but they like people make money doing some things that you just like, you just wouldn't think of. Like, um, I don't remember the gentleman's name, but he, he actually, his travel the world on the money he's made teaching people how to play gospel piano by <laughs> ear. So I forget his name too. He's uh, an awesome dude. Yeah, he's awesome. I, and if we, if I remember his name, we'll put it in the show notes or something like that. But yeah, I mean, like uh, Jermaine Griggs. Jermaine Griggs. Yeah. There we go. I knew it would come to me if I mm-hmm. stalled it long mm-hmm. enough. But I mean, like that's that's ridiculous to think. You're teaching a and course. Let me, let me rephrase it. He's made millions of dollars teaching people how to play gospel music by ear. Just putting that out there. Right. I mean, and he's and it's not like it's a high end product. I mean, it's no. a, it's like a 
$20 product or something like that. So, you know, you, you have to think outside the box and, and think of things that you're really good at and, and passionate about like and the it, things God's given you passion about too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then, fantastic. If there's other people doing it as well. Right. And, and this is the thing. All right. And some of you are going to be like, uh, that sounds like you're just trying to make money. No, you're not trying to just make money. You're trying to provide value in the world. And as you provide value, yes, you should make money. That's the way God set it up. And again, um, there's so many resources we could give you to kind of um, learn more about that. But if you're interested, feel free to connect with us and we can discuss that. But we want to leave you with that is like, go sell your oil, go sell the gifts, go serve the world with the gifts you have been given so that you can bless other people. Like, go use them. All right. Recognize them and use them. So um, I want to read a quote that I adapted to make it more personal for you today. So um, it's from uh, Marianne Williamson, who's an author. Um, and so I'm just going to read it. And it's different than the original because I changed it a little, tweaked it a little bit to be personable. But um, so it says, your deepest fear is not that you are inadequate. Your deepest fear is that you are powerful beyond measure. It is your light, not your darkness, that most frightens you. You ask yourself, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. You were meant to shine as children do. You were born to make manifest the glory of God that was is within you. And as you let your own light shine, you unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As you are liberated from your own fear, your present presence automatically liberates others. And so we want you to remember that as you go is figure out what you're good at. Figure out the gifts and talented talents God gave you, the identity he gave you and live in that. Like live in that and use those things and serve other people and don't be afraid to make money doing it because he gifted it to you for a reason so you can provide for yourself and your family. Anyways. Absolutely. Anything to no. no, I mean, that's okay. that's one of my favorite quotes, and I like how you modified it. So. Oh, well, thank you. So we are so glad to have spent time with you today. And remember, don't live normal. Live to your max. Bye for now, people. We want to thank you for spending time with us today. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And we want to invite you to connect with us. So you can head over to Facebook. And if you go to facebook.com backslash Laura and Zach, you can connect with us there. You can connect with us on Instagram at Laura and Zach. Or you can head over to our website, lauraandzach.com. And all those things are spelled L-A-U-R-A-A-N-D-Z-A-K. And we'll also have those in the show notes. We hope that you have a fantastic day. And we will talk to you soon.